0: Welcome to the Changemaker Podcast. My name is June Fuchs. I am a certified life coach on a quest to help vegans, changemakers, and activists level up their positive impact in the world. In this podcast, you receive deep dives into personal growth, mindfulness, elevated activism, and vegan advocacy. If you enjoyed the episode, please like, subscribe, and share it with a friend or your whole social network. Thank you, and enjoy this episode. Aloha, dear changemakers, and welcome to this first episode of my Impactful and Aligned Changemaker podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the difference between new age activism and old school activism. So as you probably know, I've been vegan for around four years now, and ever since that turn, I started really caring about what's happening in the world. I started caring for animals, and I started caring for the planet more, and especially I also started putting that new sense of care, that new sense of awareness into action. And that was the moment where I would consider myself becoming an activist. Now, the first years where I was doing advocacy and activism, I was mainly focusing on animal rights and veganism. And I was focusing on it with a certain drive. I would also describe that drive as a certain kind of aggression. I was so passionate about it that all of this fire would influence the way I advocate and influence the way I would speak to people about this beautiful, freshly discovered topic veganism and animal rights. Now, of course, there is a source to those feelings of frustration, to those feelings of anger. The source of that is that I see something and I I don't want that to be that way. I feel pain, I feel triggered, I feel emotionally drained, I feel frustrated when I see people harming animals, for example, or when I see people harming people, or when I see people harming the planet. If it's consciously or subconsciously, most times um, it triggered the same kind of feelings for me. And what happened was that I started infusing my ways of advocating for a better world uh, with that energy. I started infusing my words and it was really hard for me to stay calm in certain conversation. I remember I had dinner table conversations. Yeah, we know them, <laughs> the really awkward ones dinner table conversations with friends or with family members um, that would want to talk about you know the elephant in the room and the elephant in the room was me being vegan me not eating certain things anymore or me speaking up for animal rights and later on also for environmentalism and i received like i received a lot of judgment, a lot of rejection from that, because people could just not relate. They could just not relate because the taste is so good, because it's always been that way, because they believe they need protein from animal-based sources. These are all a couple of examples that I've experienced, and uh, I'm sure you can relate to a couple of these. Maybe you have had other experience where you were inside of a conversation you were talking to people about something that is really important to you and you felt like it just doesn't land with them. They just don't understand it the same way you do and they don't value it the same way you do now. Maybe you've done that for years already. I'm sure that most of you that are listening to this podcast episode are um, activists since since a long time. You know yeah, you know the game, you know what it's like and you know the, the frustration that can come with it. When you speak to others about this bigger cause and you receive judgment, rejection, um, misunderstandings, and, and just not being in resonance with the people you talk to. And now what I want to talk to about to you about today is the difference between old school activism and new age activism. So the old school activism, I just described it a little bit. Old school means that you have this passion, you discover it, and you feel all this fire inside of you that you have to get this message across. You have to start changing the world. And bless you for doing that. That is a really courageous choice to start speaking up for something bigger, right? I bet, like, for me, it took courage to start speaking up. I bet for you it did in the same way. It takes courage. And so once we start facing all of that resistance, all of these people around us that we have considered friends or close family members that all of the sudden just start turning against us because we are the extreme ones for them. We are the crazy ones. We are the ones that making making a fuss out of something. And for us, in our own perspective, we are the ones that actually finally realized how important this something actually is for us and how important it is to speak up, to speak up for the change that we want to see. Now, what very often happens is when we start speaking up and we are not in a place where we can hold the space for someone else to ask their questions, to share their opinions, to be the critical MFs, right? We cannot hold that space because maybe we are not in a space ourselves where we feel aligned within, where we feel balanced and at peace within. And that changes everything. So when you inside feel triggered, you feel anxious, you feel stressed because you already sense, oh, there's a conversation coming. Oh, there's somebody coming again into the topic. Oh, this is going to be heated again. Heartbeat goes up, your nervous system reacts to that, your brain reacts to that, you might feel some pressure in your head area, your body might feel cramping up, and with that your breath gets shorter, your thoughts get more narrow, and the words you are able to choose in that exact situation change. The words you are able to choose in the situation of talking to someone about such a hot topic like animal rights, veganism, human rights, Black Lives Matter, environmentalism, LGBTQIA rights, queer rights. Whatever the bigger cause is, when you in your body, in your vessel, in your mind, in your heart, cannot hold the space to have such a challenging conversation, and you still do it, that's old school activism. Because you bring in your emotions into a conversation that is not about you. It's not about you if you advocate for animal rights. It's for the animals. It's not about you and your emotions if you actively engage in a a shape of um, activism, let's say street outreach or online debates. If you are in it with your emotions, you take up the space for the bigger cause itself. You take up the space for the animals to be heard because your emotions are being noticed and registered by the people you talk to, not the message that you want to bring across. So the moment I understood this concept was the moment where I allowed myself to step back out of activism. That was the beginning of 2019, where I said to myself, okay, you've been vegan now for about two and a half years back then. You've been vegan now, June, for two and a half years. You have had some impact. You were on the streets. You went passing out flyers. You had shit tons of conversations with people. And yet, the impact that you're having is still very little. Like, a couple of people started turning vegan, yes. Like, my mom turned vegan, for example. I had another friend who turned vegan. But it, it was quite narrow. And then I started thinking... Then I really started thinking, because the main problem that I want or I desire to solve as a change maker in this world is that people become more aware of their choices, plus have the access to step into action. Like the awareness is the first part where we all know that, you know, like get aware of something. But the harder, the tough cookie is actually putting the awareness into action. We're thinking certain things, we're speaking certain words, and we're demonstrating actions on a daily basis. And to bring those into alignment, that's the hardest part. That's really tough. And so our responsibility in this new age, and this brings me to the new age activism, our responsibility is to provide guidance and inspiration plus resources So with guidance, I mean that we start picking up the people where they are. I mean, you cannot go to somebody who works at McDonald's and tell them what they're doing is wrong. That will not land. And I'm speaking of experience here because I myself was working at McDonald's in my teenage years to make some cash. I was working there and I was in denial of the cruelty that was happening for the meals that McDonald's uh, is able to provide. And so speaking to an older version of myself here in this moment, I was there and I know myself that this does not work. It doesn't land when I just throw some sort or some clash of information into someone's face who has never really dug into this thought pattern, into this process of of changing your behavior patterns and bringing them more into alignment with your core values. Because me, when I was working at McDonald's, of course I cared about animals. I grew up with dogs, you know. I had a cat when I was a baby. Of course I cared about them. Of course I thought baby chickens are cute and baby piggies are cute as well. Yet connecting the dots was just not accessible for me because nobody would have come to me and bring me this guidance, provide me with these steps to connect those dots. Nobody came as an aligned and impactful change maker into my life, presenting me with this new age activism. Most people that I met were actually still doing the um, old school activism. You know, they were angry, they were frustrated, they tried to get information um, into my mind with force. And that just doesn't work. It actually is scientifically proven that your brain. Goes into different brainwave states where it's either more receptive for information or it blocks out information, and we can just guess when our brains go into a brainwave state, our um, our mind is in a fight or flight state. For example, right, I've to fight for my rights now. There, you are not receptive for information. There are you you choose action over thoughts. You. Choose actions that are based on your intuitive behaviors, which are based on your upbringing, on your um, habits, on your life patterns that you've lived yourself into or others have placed upon you. And so, guidance is the key to let this most important information that we as activists, we as change makers are spreading in the world, land with other people. That's the most important part. You've got to make sure that the information lands with other people because everything else is frustrating. It doesn't serve the cause. It doesn't create the change. And you are not having the impact you desire to have. And how great would it be? Like seriously, how great would it be if you would have sharpened your awareness so much? Imagine this. You have your awareness so sharp that every time you enter a conversation, regardless where the conversation is going, you understand when somebody opens up to you a little bit, you know, like they start being like, yeah, I've been vegetarian for a while, you know, that kind of initiation. Then you know exactly which questions to ask because you're listening to them, you're listening where they are, and you can ask them the questions that you have wished somebody would have asked you. Like a great example would be, okay, now, like you say you're vegetarian, okay? let's let's play the example out for a moment. Somebody comes to me and we start a conversation they eat it after twenty minutes there, they realize that I'm a vegan, and then they shoot me with, oh, i'm I'm a vegetarian, or I've been a vegetarian for two years, and then I figured out it didn't work for me. And then first, I'm like, well, I didn't ask you, but anyway <laughs> not gonna not gonna tell that. Well, maybe I am. Maybe I am. But what I want to get to here is that when somebody offers you vulnerability, you don't smack their face with a fact that they possibly know in their hearts, but they haven't opened the doors yet to it, right? That's where you close the possibility for them to actually understand what it is that you're talking about and for them to actually understand this deeper level of value that they have within themselves. because. Almost everybody values compassion. Almost everybody, I I would even go so far and say everybody values love. Everybody values care for one another. It's just a human value that we all share. Yet how do we translate that value into action? That's where the dots are often not connected yet. And so when I can make sure and I tell that vegetarian in the conversation, I tell them a little bit about myself so that they can relate, right? I worked at McDonald's and I've been a vegetarian first too. And da, 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 da. And then I ask them the question. And then, for example, what what do you think is the difference between vegetarianism and veganism? And then they're like, well, I guess you just don't eat any animal products at all. But I couldn't do that. I could never do that. You know, this the eggs taste so good. And then I would say, I agree with you. Like, I loved eggs I used to love the taste of eggs because I grew up in Switzerland and eggs and sausages that was just a thing my whole childhood and I loved the taste you know with fresh mayonnaise and then they can relate again and they're like oh this guy is not a different species than I am this is just a human being having a human experience as well okay and then the conversation goes on from there and then they dig deeper and they're like yeah but you know, like, I just really don't get it. Like it tastes so good. And, and um, like, I get my eggs from from the neighbor's farmer and the da, -da. And then I could say, well, I've actually never done that myself. But I realized at some point that eggs, um, they just have some stuff inside that I don't want to have in my body personally. Like there's a huge amount of cholesterol inside of eggs. And I figured that out by watching this or that documentary. And I decided for myself that I found um, if I could replace that with something, uh, I would. And so I did. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, makes sense. But um, what about cheese? Okay, what about cheese? Well, I grew up in Switzerland, right? And then in Switzerland, I was always spoiled with cheese. So I always loved cheese. And why did I stop eating cheese if I love it so much? Like what possible reason could be so important for me to stop eating something I love? What do you think? And then they're like, well, okay, well, um, if it tastes so good, you know, and maybe you got the cheese from like, I don't know, maybe you got it from a company you didn't like. And I said like, yeah, that was one of the reasons I agree. Yeah. Like I didn't relate to, I I didn't resonate. And I, couldn't relate to the standards that cheese was produced in. So first I started eating cheese that was um, produced by organic farming, you know, from the neighbor's neighbors' cows or whatever. And then they were like, yeah, that's what I'm doing actually. I'm only buying my cheese, you know from the best of the best to did da. And then I would say, yeah, I used to do that for a while, but still there was a bigger reason for me to stop eating it. What do you think could that bigger reason be? And then he has to think again or she has to think again. They are they're thinking about it, you know. And then you make them connect the dots that you've connected yourself a while ago. And that's basically the only sustainable solution. Because their brain really has to get it, you know. Like... If you watch a movie and then you reiterate and tell the movie to someone else, that's great. But after a couple of months, you're going to forget the plot of the movie. But if a movie makes it so much into your heart because you understand it on such a deep level with your mind, you're always going to remember that plot or that um, story of that movie. Like, for example, I've recently watched Forrest Gump for the first time. It took me forever but that movie is going to stick with me forever because this storyline is so profound and i personally and i bet you as well can relate to so many things of forrest gump himself inside of the story because he's such such a special human being and he has so many you know like aspects to his his character to so many characteristics that I can relate to, and so I'm going to remember that movie possibly forever. And the same thing happens when we make sure that somebody understands the bigger cause on a heart level, and that's new-age activism. When you provide someone with the guidance, the proper information, if you figure out, they seek to know it. Because if they're asking for it, they want to know it. If they're asking you for something, they want to know it. If they're asking you, oh, I you're like you're vegan and then you can say yes they want to know it and then if they go off into um i couldn't or blaming or judging or shaming you got to be able to have that inner balance to see beyond that to not get triggered and go down on this level of i'm gonna debate you because you're a bitch and you're trying to judge me we don't need that as activists that does not create the change we want to see in the world. It doesn't, it just really doesn't. What creates the change in the world is if we come from that place of inner alignment, of inner balance, and we come from there and we pick someone up, we provide them with the step-by-step questions or the step-by-step guidance so that they understand themselves what it is about. And once it sinks in, it's not going to sink out that easily anymore. It's not going to be, hey, I met this vegan. He told me this. No, it's going to be, hey, I understood this for the first time. And I don't feel comfortable doing this. So I'm going to create a change. Right? So that was me going on a short 20-minute um riff ramble on activism new age versus old school i really hope that you got some value out of this Um, if the things that i have talked about are are vibrating with you if you're feeling in resonance with it always feel welcome to reach out to me let me know you can reach out to me through instagram through my website through facebook the links are somewhere here i haven't figured that out yet since (laughs) it's the first episode i'm recording And I have also a three-month program that is called the Aligned Changemaker Program. And inside of that Changemaker Program, I am teaching the participants all the essential tools and skills for you to actually advocate from a place of inner balance, from a place where you can create change with ease and flow and not with frustration, anger, anger, depression, anxiety, and burnout. Because if there's something that we need in the world right now, it's activists and advocates and change makers and not burned out, broken people that are trying desperately to create a change from a place of inner misalignment. We need people to come from a place of inner alignment. And the 12-week program that I'm running the next round is going to be in December. The doors to apply and sign up are already open. You can uh, check everything about the program on my website, junefuchs.com. Um, I would love to see you hang out there for a moment. I also have a Facebook group in which I interact. I'll leave that link somewhere here as well so you can get in touch with me there. And I'm really looking forward to connect with more changemakers that desire to create more um, heartfelt and and heart mission aligned impact in the world through these podcasts episodes so that was it for now have a beautiful day or night wherever you are my name is June Fuchs and I wish you a most beautiful beautiful time much love your way